tax day is coming. Oh, no. But if you sign up for Robinhood Gold's IRA with a 3% match, you can get up to $195 for the 2023 tax year. Oh, yeah. Sign up at Robinhood.com slash boost by tax day to get the biggest contribution match on the market. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC. Three. Now return to Tampa Bay's number one morning show, The Mike Calter Show. It's The Mike Calter Show, 715 at 102.5 The Bone. It's funny, this song, we were at the Lightning Game the other night, yeah. and they put up a thing, uh, what song do you want to hear to get the Lightning going? And this was one of them, Steppenwolf. Uh, next was uh, Guns N' Roses, Sweet Child of Mine. Then they had Joan Jett, I Love Rock and Roll, and then ACDC something, right. whatever. And uh, But it was like ACDC, and it was like uh, maybe Hell's Bells or something. And my wife said... Uh, it's going to be John Jett. And I go, you're out of your mind. I go, it's going to be Guns N' Roses. And she goes, but that's not even their best song. And I go, it's not wh- whose best song is it. It's what song you want to hear next. <laughs> and of all of these people, the most popular song is Guns N' Roses, Sweet Child of Mine. She goes, no. And I go, I, I don't know what to tell you, but that's what it's going to be. And then, of course, do 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 And I go, yeah, there you go. I go, that's how that works. Not whose favorite song yeah. or any of that stuff. Oh, I know Guns N' Roses. Let's vote for them. There you go. Uh, today is the birthday of like five fantastic people. Oh, really? I'll roll through them, and you, uh, will show you like agree first... or disagree. Yeah, <laughs> but like, uh, like there's people in your life that you're like, uh, oh, that guy's cool. Whatever. These are just like people who are awesome. Okay. Uh, number one, Katie Pedretti. Love her. Yes, she's Love. fantastic. Happy birthday. Yeah, yeah. happy Kate, birthday. The Katie Pedretti is one of my like. They should make a movie about her. She worked at Ruth Eckert Hall and has for years, but before that, she worked as a salesperson here at the radio station, but before that, this is where the movie comes in, she's a little lady with red hair, she um, is very matronly looking, and I don't mean that as an insult, I'm saying she's no Cardi B or anything like that, she just looks like your average third grade teacher, and she was the record rep for a bunch of gangster rappers. And I say gangster, but I mean like Jay-Z and all those people when they were coming up, you know. And she'd be on the road. She'd be like, I was, I'd was. i be in a limo with Jay-Z and they have machine guns hidden in the roof of the car. <laughs> and, you know, and then she, but she hung with all of them. And then she was with Bon Jovi for a while. and a bunch. It's just so funny. You look at her and you'd never expect it. Uh, but she also is a wonderful person. Ready? Claudia. Yeah. Oh, fantastic. Yeah. Another yes. person used to work with us. Uh, Matt. Who does all of the uh, Photoshop yes. stuff? Oh, yeah. Fantastic! Oh yeah, great yeah. guy. Uh, Kathleen Kim, who you don't know, but uh, is a girl that used to work on Bert's um, trip flip show. I met her years ago on the trip flip. The night that Bert was on Letterman, I met her. Then she went on to um, get cancer, and she was really bad. And then beat cancer, and then had a baby, and is now healthy with the baby, and followed her dream, and is a puppeteer on Sesame Street. Wow. Oh, Shut up. She, dude, she's a, she's a puppeteer on Sesame Street. I talked about her yesterday. I didn't know if it was her birthday. Yeah. When Bob died, uh, she posted a picture of her and Bob on the page, and I thought it was his birthday or something. I didn't know he had died. But yeah, uh, she's a sweet girl. I, I have not seen that girl in 10 years, but we talk on Facebook. We just became friends. She's the one that told me that when she said, uh, 
who do people tell you, you look like? And I get, you know, I get a lot of the same things. And she said that I look like uh, Harry Blackstone, the magician. And I thought that's funny because I know who that is. And right. I agree with you. What do you think that pays, puppeteer on Sesame Street? I don't know. She's, only one... she's legit. Like, she's not like a puppeteer intern. Like, she operates the puppets. Yeah, like, if you're going to do that, that's the only really place you can go that... It's about know. 20 grand, but you get to keep all the sticks and yarn that you want. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, uh, by the way, uh, is it Salah, the uh, guy from Indiana Jones? Yeah, that's the other guy. Look like he's in the new Indiana Jones. I saw the trailer, and he's in yeah. there. Oh, I, I didn't thought, see the I trailer. He died. No, but they said he was too feeble to come in the studio. So uh, he's he, in the new one. He's a good death pick for next year. I heard there's CGI in his face to make him look younger. Nah, yeah, they are. Uh, what are we doing? But one day gotta, they're gonna perfect that. Well, yeah, yeah, but they haven't yet. So remember stop when they, it remember they, when they colorized movies and everything was turquoise? Yeah, right. But, but the, then they fixed it. The whole thing with De Niro and the uh, Irishman, just oh. get a different actor because yeah. that was so weird of it's him distracting. trying yeah. to be like this young and upcoming kid talking yeah. to Ray, Le- Ray Ray Romano or whatever. I was like, what? This is so weird. We all know Robert De Niro's old. Know, they did do it weird. to Robert Downey Jr. in one of the Iron Man movies. That's but, right. But he was a hologram, so it made it yeah. look more believable. And it's like a little clip. Even whenever they yeah, did Mandalorian short. and yeah. they did yeah. Luke Skywalker yeah. and showed him and that whole thing. like that, A little clip, you're like, okay. I mean, yeah, but that was like the whole movie, The right. Irishman. I hope they don't do it for Harrison Ford. Uh, and then uh, uh, Arthur Springer, who worked at uh, Clear Channel when I was over there. Kevin Heffernan's dad? <laughs> no, no, no. Uh, it's Arthur Springer. Uh, <laughs> he's one of the funniest guys on social media that I follow. And then uh, Aaron Hart, who is um, Bret Hart, not the wrestler, but the guy who worked for the WWE's uh, yeah. sister, who worked at the Playboy Mansion. She was my hookup over there, and I went oh, over nice. there. Like, yeah, it was like all the nice people in my life all have birthdays today. Um, what else? There's something else I was going to tell you. God damn it, I lost my train of thought. Uh, oh, I know what it is. Got it right here. Uh, Mike Allstott, one of the most lovable uh, Tampa Bay Buccaneers of all time, finally has social media. Uh, he had a, a social media account for the Allstott Family Foundation, but he finally has a social media account, and he's only got 160 followers because nobody really knows about it. So get your phones out, mm-hmm. and let's all go. I'll tell you what it is here. It's the official This page. is on Instagram? On it, it's actually on all social media, so whatever you do, but I'm I'm on Instagram right now. But it's the same thing for everything. He just got it going, so there's no uh, blue check mark yet, but there will be. Uh, right now, there's 160 followers. Can we get this to 1,000 by the end of the show? For Mike yeah. Allstott? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, sure. Yeah, all right. Uh, the official Mike Allstott Instagram is 4040 Mike Allstott. M I K E A L S T O T T. 40 Mike Allstott. It says the official page of Mike A Train Allstott. And there's marketing uh, address on there. There's only three posts. And right now it has 160 followers. Let's see. Uh, 161. Yeah, pound it. There you go. Pound it. Um, there you go. I wish they'd put him in the Hall of Fame. They will put him in the Hall of Fame. I will get so. in there. You know who did not make the Hall of Fame Me. over the weekend? Um, besides Galvin, Don Mattingly, my favorite baseball player of all time. Didn't even uh, the only person I got in was Fred McGriff. Raise yeah. up, and uh, Don Mattingly did not make it again. All the steroid guys got pushed out too. Good, that's fine. But I'm but Mattingly, how is Mattingly not in there? I don't. I don't. I guess his numbers on a on a scale like. 
I know what he did for the Yankees, and he played for the Yankees through all the bad years, and he still Yeah, I don't know his stats well. or whatever, but I mean, I yeah. know him, and I'm not even a baseball right. fan. You know uh, what I mean? I guess when you just look at numbers now, his numbers may not hold up. But I, I always mean, feel like you got to go. You got to go by go, more than just the thank you. actual numbers. You got to go by the situation. He was there through the strike years, yeah. uh, and you know what a great. What a great player! Still in uh, baseball, was coach, a manager. You know, it just. It's, I think impact on team has to be factored in somehow. For sure, especially when your team sucks and you're the only thing holding it up. You right. know. Um, anyway, that uh, I would like to see that happen in my lifetime, in his lifetime. We'll see, though. Uh, all right, ladies and gentlemen, it is seven twenty-three. Time to check in with Galvin. He has today's news. And now, news with Galvin. On the Mike Calter Show. One from 160 to 371. A matter of seconds. For nice. All what do we have in news today, Galvin? Uh, today's news is brought to you by Pelt Shoes. Get in there now. Get in there early because it's going to be getting, uh, as it gets closer to Christmas, of course it's going to get crazy and stuff. But you can beat the holiday shopping by getting there now. And, of course, Pelt Shoes has all the styles and brands that you're looking for, and they have them right there in the store in stock so you can actually try them on. You can meet with one of the uh, Pelt Shoe Fit experts to make sure you're getting the proper fitting shoe. And that way you can buy them, walk right out of the store with them. That gives you the peace of mind where you don't have to wait around for shipping. Hope that it comes by Christmas. Oh, man, my Aunt Telly's going to be so mad. I bought her some new flip-flops, and she, uh, she's not going to get them. You know what she's a bitch Aunt so Oh, she's going to throw eggnog right mm. in your face. It's going to be unbelievable. Uh, Pelt has six locations throughout Pinellas, Hillsboro, Sarasota, and Fort Myers. And, of course, don't forget to whisper Galvin. Galvin. When you get up to the counter there, you're going to get 10% off your entire order. That's not just one pair of shoes. That's everything that you bring up there. You're going to get 10% off, and, of course, you're looking to save some Money for the holidays, that's going to do it for you. Pelt shoes, a perfect fit. Uh, authorities were searching Monday for the pilot of a small airplane that crashed into the Gulf of Mexico off the Florida coast with two people confirmed dead. Authorities in Venice, Florida, said they were looking for a 42-year-old man in an area offshore of the v- Venice Municipal Airport. The single-engine Piper Cherokee was reported overdue Saturday when it did not return to its origin airport in St. Petersburg. Police Chief Charlie Thorpe told reporters on Monday that recreational boaters found the body of a woman floating two and a half miles uh, west of the Venice shore. A 14-year-old girl's body was found in the wreckage of the aircraft. All three people were family members who had planned a dinner in Venice before returning to St. Petersburg. Uh, the search is continuing for the uh, mail, the chief said. We are still looking uh, we are still working on it extensively. It's not clear what caused the plane to crash, he added. That's pretty awful. Yeah. That's pretty awful. Whole family, man. Could you imagine being those boaters? And oh. you're like, what is that over there? And then it's a body. Oh, Scary. Yeah, I wouldn't know what to do. And then part of me is like, maybe the mob put it here. And, uh, right. Do I want to be involved in, you know, telling on a mob thing, yeah. whatever? Uh, so we talked about this story. It broke late in the show yesterday, but of course we're going to revisit it. Tampa Bay Police Chief Mary O'Connor has resigned after getting out of a traffic ticket by telling the deputy that pulled her over that she was the chief of police. She was the passenger in the vehicle, a golf cart, being pulled over for driving on the road without a license plate. This is Crazy, I think, whatever, but obviously there is more to it than just this incident. There were people, I, I would imagine, yeah. that were out to get her and didn't want her there in the first place because now she's resigned and it seems crazy. Yeah, and I just want to repeat, I said this this morning, but yesterday I saw a uh, Tampa, I believe it was Tampa PD car on the veterans 
and it uh, was getting on behind me, and then it sped past me, and it was doing easily 90 miles an hour on the Veterans, which is a 70-mile-an-hour speed limit, and I put it on there, so... there's no, there's no lights on. There's no rush to get other. Should he be fired out of the? Yeah, and the people took it the wrong way. People were like, "Well, maybe he was headed to here." I know. I was trying to be preposterous. I was trying to say that guy knows what he can do, knows why he has to go, and I'm not here to second guess him. And that we're firing people for ridiculous things. I, I'm clarifying this because there were people who actually thought that I was trying to get the cop in trouble by saying that he was speeding on the highway. Uh, so if you did that, uh, I'll take half the blame. Maybe I didn't word it correctly, but I was trying to point out how ridiculous it is that this police officer was fired for being a passenger in a golf cart. And this guy, are we doing this now with all police officers? This guy's speeding and he has nowhere to go. Are we firing him is what I was trying to say. And well, I know that the uh, uh, sheriff is at Gaultieri. Gaultieri, yeah. Yeah, yeah, he said that the guy who stopped him did nothing wrong because now I'm sure there's people like, well, why did he let him go? Why that? You know, that's that, whatever. You get discretion to do what you want to do. <laughs> You're yeah. supposed to, but not whenever somebody says, oh, let's look into this now. What do you think happens to her now? She just retires and collects her pension? Uh, I don't know what she's entitled to. I guess if she resigns, they probably give her the option. You can yeah. resign and collect your pension. Or, But I, I have I don't know the woman, and I don't know that she's a great cop. She clearly has a history um, with this guy of doing things. So now at this point, I don't. what we were judging her on was just solely based on this just case. Right. Yeah. right. But, well, so even, even Jane Castor said, I tried to give people second chances. Yeah. And so she, yeah. And alluding to the fact that she'd yeah. been... You know, in trouble in the past. And I saw that, and then there's people that comment on that. There's a lot of people that need first chances. Why yeah. don't you give them? <laughs> just like, good Lord. I, in my head, this lady gets uh, arrested again. I, you're like, probably not wrong. Yeah. Something yeah. happens, she gets arrested again, and everyone goes, see? Told you. We told you. Yeah, so. yeah, I don't honestly don't know anything about her other than what we've learned in the last couple of days. So Right. Uh, Tom Brady and your Tampa Bay Buccaneers came back to win in the final seconds last night on Monday Night Football against the Saints. It was uh, even a uh, record breaker for Brady. The Bucks made the uh, extra point kick for the win. The final score was uh, Bucks 17, Saints 16. Here is how it went down. Take a listen. It's third down. Trailing by 13 or more points in the fourth quarter was against the Falcons in Super Bowl 51. 44th career comeback in the fourth quarter or overtime. The most all-time now. Breaking that tie with Peyton Manning. If you want to know why a guy like Brady with 45 in his 23rd year won't retire, it's games like this. No question. I mean, that is as exhilarating as it must get. Actually, I remember hearing him say that last night, and I thought, yeah, that's probably it. Uh, it's that love of that comeback, that Brady two minute drill is is probably what keeps him going, man. It's got to oh, go ahead. Yeah, I was sorry. I was going to say it's always cool to hear somebody like Troy Aikman who played at that yeah. high level appreciate how good Tom Brady is. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like he's like, I was a great quarterback. I'm not Tom Brady. Right. Tom Brady's amazing. Like the fact that he does this all the time and is breaking records and doing that, you're like, that's just unbelievable. It's got to be that he's done it so many times that he's so calm and focused in that yeah. moment. Like he's not even, you know. Well, yeah. that's like, uh, you know, prize fighters. You get boxers who uh, are the champ and they've been in there and they've had, you know, four title fights and stuff. And you got the newcomers coming in. You're not used to those lights. Yeah. You're not used to that crowd. You're not used to that situation and stuff. So a guy who's been there that long and stuff, he goes, I know what I'm doing. I know what I have to do. Now, just go out and do it, you know? I feel like every time he overthrows a ball, he thinks to himself, oh, I throw a little high, but 
Gronk would have got it. Nah. <laughs> yeah. That's the second time this year that there's been a mass exodus of people only to miss Tom Brady's comeback because the Rams game, same thing happened. Everybody was leaving. This game was even sooner. It was like eight minutes to go. Yeah. Everybody was booing, and the whole the stem uh, the stadium was emptying out. I would have stayed. Yeah, <laughs> I, I stayed. Yeah, I'm like I'm not going anywhere. I text you. I go. Are you still there? And he sent me a picture of him yeah. in the studio. In the you know, it's stadium. funny as you say that about Gronk, and you know, t- usually tight ends are six five, six seven, somewhere in there and stuff. But what amazes me is some of the best wide receivers are like six foot now. Yeah, it's so crazy because it used to be you had a, your wide receivers at least six four. Yeah. yeah, you know what I mean. They're these tall, skinny guys who can go and jump, and they're doing ballet and everything to work on their jumping and everything. But now you have you know Scotty Miller, AB, all yeah. these different guys who are out there that are like six foot or under. It's just a matter of getting to where the ball's going to be. I think be. Evans is Fast. six four. But that's why he's so Evans gonna, six yeah, four. He's... Yeah, but like Godwin's what six six one maybe. Yeah, Ev- Evans being as tall as he is, but moving like he does. Right. Yeah. yeah. Moves like water. I mean, he is. He was just making cuts yesterday and just embarrassing people. I, I think uh, Rashad White is going to be a superstar. Rashad guy. White is great. For a, like, what a great pick for a rookie for but, Jason Light. Like he's going to be a superstar. And you know what was great was um, was Fournette played pretty yeah. well yesterday too. To having and I don't two think of he was. There. I don't think he was. He was one hundred percent because no, it was like a game sure. time uh, decision. But yeah, man. Also the defense too. It's getting lost that the defense got that ball back yep. from uh, what's his face uh, T- Taysom Hill. It was it was fun to watch. It was a little bit. Uh, the second half was fun to watch. Really, I only the last two minutes was first fun to watch. Was, first <laughs> I was, was miserable tortured. and boring. Ninety five percent of the game. Uh, did you see uh, Leonard Fournette is going to be out uh, for the Great Futures Breakfast? Yeah, for he's, the Boys and Girls Club. Yeah, he's going to be out there. So. Uh, doing good work on the field. Lenny. Off the field. <laughs> Breakfast Lenny, yeah. <laughs> uh, so Hertz will uh, pay nearly $170 million to settle hundreds of false theft claims involving its customers. Uh, in a news release, Hertz said that uh, it had settled 364 claims, bringing resolution to more than 95% of the total disputes. Customers accused the company of wrongful theft arrests for cars they legally rented. Do you imagine that? You go rent a car and then down the street you get pulled over and they're oh. like, you stole this car. So I what, why it. It was an accident? Some customers claimed they got pulled over, arrested, and prosecuted for stealing cars because Hertz couldn't locate its own vehicles after they got returned. Uh, others have complained of various other mixed uh, mix-ups with the uh, rental returns, uh, extensions, or payments and stuff. So, yeah, I guess they just didn't have record of them being returned. But, let me ask you, is that $170 million worth of mistake? No, 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 but $170 million they had to settle, though, because there was a bunch of people that were getting arrested and prosecuted. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah. When you dropped the car off in Germany, the rental car was very confusing. 364 I still don't know we brought that car back. Probably not. I don't even think we dropped it off. I don't think that was the rental place. Yeah, yeah. I I don't know. It was just a parking lot. It was next to a Burger King and some office that wasn't open. and Behind a dumpster. Behind a dumpster. And we we knew the gate code to get in, and we were like, Uh I guess we just leave it here. I still get emails from them. I'm afraid to open them. Yeah. They want to be like, we want to know where our car is. Uh, so that would be uh, 467000 per claim. That's pretty good. they had 364 claims of people <laughs> getting yeah. arrested for renting a car. <laughs> I'd be so mad. I just you, paid all this money, and now I'm getting arrested? When Gio and I rented the car, the guy goes, uh, you want uh, what size car you want? I go, I don't know, something for my fat buddy over here. Yeah. In front of Gio. And the guy goes, uh, Turak. And I go, well, I'm sorry, what? And he goes, Torak? And I go, yeah, we'll take the Torak. I looked at him, and he looked at me. I was like, I don't know what the hell a Torak is. Yeah. It's a Volkswagen Torak. Torak? 
Oh, but it was all right. It was spacious. We pushed yeah. it up to 121 miles an hour. I, didn't, I did not like that. I said, Ooh. please stop doing this right yeah. now. Dangerous. <laughs> I would have gone faster if the car would have been able to handle it. Oh. I was waiting for the tires to just go. Oh, God. Yeah. Uh, did you see uh, some protester was out on the Autobahn? Like sitting in the middle of the autobahn oh. to try and protest. Yeah, no. German police don't play with that. Oh. German police German pulled up. Don't play with that. German police pulled up, and I think it was a lady, but it sounded like a lady. Once the cops got a hold of her, uh, but they're like something, something, and they just grabbed and pulled her and like pushed her over the railing. Uh. And they're like beat it. Yeah. You can't be out. I mean, for her own good, because the autobahn, you know, somebody going 140 miles per hour or whatever, yeah. and they're like, wait, what is that? You know, trying to stop. When you were going like 100, there were people that were still flying by. Oh, I'm sure. We were doing 50. Yeah. yeah, It was 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 hard to. Weird. Because we were in a truck and they were all driving Mercedes and Porsches. (laughs) Yeah. Um, There was something I was going to ask you about the the highway. What were you talking about? The highway? The protester. Protester. I brought it back around. Do you follow uh, Young Turks at all? No, but I know what it is. Yeah. There's There's one essay that's kind of annoying to me. It was two fat, dumb dudes, two fat, dumb white guys that uh, went to a checkers and with video cameras and were videoing out there. And the checkers lady came out and she's like, can I help you guys or something? And they were like, no, we're just out here doing. And she's like, okay, we can't be here. And the guy's like, yeah, we can. We're pub- public space. And they're like, yeah, we can't be in the driveway. And then she called the police. And the police came and they were such dicks to police. And I thought, this is not how it's supposed to go. I like when somebody is getting in trouble and they fight back with their knowledge of the law. Right. But, but if you're dumb, going, fat exactly. guys that went out there to stand in a checkers parking lot to be mean to cops, uh, those guys need to be tased. Yeah. I'm, I'm all, they're just troublemakers. And make sure you actually know what you're talking about because, oh, yeah. you know, it may not be private property. If a checkers owns that property or whatever, it's not like you can just go, oh, public. If it's a public easement, different thing, whatever. Yep. Yeah, but... I I don't know. People are so annoying with that stuff. There is some good where they stand up and they're, you know, auditing and they teach people this is how it actually is. I got to tell you, man, if you want people to lose their mind, (laughs) if you want people to lose their mind, go to a DMV or uh, a a post office or whatever and start filming. It's unbelievable. They will lose their mind. And what I don't understand is people that have nothing to do with it getting involved. Like if you work there or something, you probably should know the rules. But at least you work there and you're like, hey, you're not supposed to video because you see a sign in there, which is a policy. Right. It's not the law. But people that are like just in there, like, get me off your camera. You weren't even on the camera yeah. until you started talking. <laughs> you know, now you're on the camera. I can all watch right. those videos all day I long. Can do. You, know, you know what I would do? I'm dying to see one of those people auditing one of those places and doing that. And I just want to go and get me off your camera. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Keep going. Hey, yeah. I, I don't know if you had this coming up in news, Galvin and Joe, if you want to find it about the Apple store. Do you have that? No. It's up on our uh, on our Instagram story at the Mike Calta show. Oh, the um, guys who went in. And- yeah, there was an Apple store, uh, which looks similar to the one that we have here in International Mall, and it's very open, and they have all the stuff laid out in the middle. And it was two guys who went in, and they suspected them of stealing, so they kind of were videotaping them following around. And sure enough, they just start taking stuff and put it in their bags. Yanking the cords off. Yanking yeah. the cords out. And security and, and the employees like, just let them go. Let them take the stuff. Let them go. And I thought... Uh, if I was in that store, I would have had to knock those guys out. First of all, they were they were pushing everybody, and they were getting. If I'm in the store, 
and I see those guys stealing, I don't. I mind my own business. But if they start getting violent, and start ripping, everything, I'm knocking them. I'm knocking them both out. It's stupid because those those phones in the Apple Store are useless once yeah. you leave the yeah. store. Well, they you break could the probably phone. get it to somebody who they maybe could probably jailbreak them. Break them, yeah. But I mean, I get it. That's why Apple is like taking because they're display units too. Like yeah. they're not even active phones. Yeah, but you could also dupe somebody and go, "Here's the yeah. phone. You got to turn it on. Whatever. Just like the uh, KFC. Maybe. Drive I believe TV. most of those <laughs> phones and and iPads on display are usable because they'll show you they'll do demonstrations on all of them yeah so uh but like carmen said you'll have to jailbreak them which they probably already know how to do but i just can't i, I like i think that i would go okay the employees can't do anything because they're employees the police aren't here yet and these guys i i think i would just kind of annoyed but what swinging. benefit do you get out of that i, I don't like- it would just annoy me carmen it would just annoy me Great, Wait, like, so you're going to put your life on the line? Because what if one of them has like a knife or yeah, a gun? Yeah, stab, stab, stab. And then, you know, you're trying to stop them and now you, you they kill you. Yeah, I don't think about that. <laughs> or you swing on them, they duck and just wail yeah. on you. And yeah. Beat the crap out of you. Yeah, or I swing on them, they duck, I fall. <laughs> you know, yeah. Like, very likely. I they saw... push me over the top end of the mall. I get it, Carmen. I'm not like, I will be the hero and save Apple. I just think I would be so mad and so annoyed See, that I, I would just, just start swinging. I just think about Apple is a billion-dollar company. They can afford to lose a yeah, couple iPhones. Not, it really care. has it's... nothing to do with that. It's just that like, I feel like if it's happening right here in front of me I and... I almost feel like it's like they're like, there's nothing you could do about it. You know what I mean? Like, it would just drive me crazy. That's why all the employees are like, all right, see you later. Right. Yeah. Take it. They well, don't care. They don't care. And they're also, probably told they, to they not get care. in trouble if they yeah. tried to yeah. stop them. Yeah. And also, when you work for a company, you don't necessarily love the company. You get, you're like, oh, screw yeah. the company, you know? I, I just think that I would, if I was a customer, and I'm, and also it's annoying because I'm trying to get some stuff done. I'm in there to do shopping or whatever. And all of a sudden, these two jerk offs start swinging cords around everywhere. I think I would have locked one of those guys up in a headlock. You know what sure. I do? I go, oh my God, they're stealing, they're stealing. And then I'm just putting iPads <laughs> on my back. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, yes, I thank you for the distraction. Uh, that, that might, might be uh, an option. Too. Uh, I saw a video, it was off a ring doorbell. This guy who had to be 60 years old and he's working for Domino's Pizza, probably didn't make enough money in his career where he broke his back every day for, you know, 40 years, whatever. So he's out there delivering Domino's Pizza and he's at the door and this kid comes up to him and goes, give me your money. And the guy goes, I gotta get paid first. I have the pizzas right here. Like they haven't even paid me. I don't carry money on me, whatever. And he's like, "What do you got?" And he goes, "It's two pa-. And the guy just grabs the pizzas and runs away with them. I'm like, "Come on!" Do you know that when I was a kid, I was robbed? Yeah, Domino's I remember you said that. Yeah, I was. Um, I worked for Domino's Pizza. I worked in the inside where you answered the phones, and then they got so busy that they said, "Go with the driver and help them make deliveries." Because we had uh, a series of uh, ghetto apartment buildings behind us, the South Beach Projects. So the driver dropped me off. It was if you ordered uh, two large pizza, you got a free two liter of Coke. So he gave me the two liter of Coke and the two large pizzas, and was like, "You deliver yours, I'll deliver mine. I'll come back and get you." I was like, "Okay." So I go in there, and the elevator's broken in the building, and it was only like on the third floor. So I start going up, and the guy goes, "Hey, man, I think that's my pizza." I go, "Oh, okay." So I stop and I go over, and uh, I tell him how much it is, and he it pulls out a knife and he robs the pizza and he takes it from me and and, and he I go I don't have any money he goes give me the pizza and I give the pizza and I go and you get a two liter bottle of coke <laughs> <laughs> and then and then he went up and I just was like well now I don't have to go all the way up and I just yeah. went down I I didn't care I went back and go hey I got robbed and they were like are you okay I was like oh, I'm fine uh, but you know that was that was if I look back now I don't know if that was what was more traumatic that or when they asked me to run a pizza over to the hotel next door because instead of sending a delivery driver and the guy answered naked oh, I was like yeah. oh. 
about oh, that. He had a girl in the room with him, but mm. still, his big schlonger was. Yeah. In, I was only fourteen. Oh, my my buddy was a uh, he was uh, in the hotel? a manager at uh, a Pizza Hut, and he got robbed all the time so much that they had a silent alarm yeah. installed inside the the walk-in cooler. Really? Because they had been there, they they robbed the place and told everybody to get in the cooler. Uh. He's like, all right, cool, and just hit the button, <laughs> and you know the police came up, showed yeah. up. I missed that walking core. I used to just go in there. And oh, it yeah. So nice. nice. It felt so nice. I told Pete one time, I go, if I build a house... I'm getting one of those walking coolers. I'm putting a bed in and sleeping. And then P went and priced it out. He goes, I looked at it. It's only $12,000. He pulled around the side of the house. I was like, I wouldn't do that, dude. Yeah, because the actual actual space, like the thing, whatever, is like, uh, I think it's styrofoam in there behind those little metal things. Yeah, Yeah, and then they just have the, you know, AC thing, whatever, that's super cold. The Bucks have one of those at the practice field where the players go go inside and sit inside of it. And it's a giant, like, what was that truck? That Sub Zero. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. The truck that That came out there. Uh, A middle school nurse in Florida is facing charges for stealing Adderall from children and replacing it with aspirin. <laughs> Her name is Michaela Crandall. She is 27 years old. She uh, lives Hot. in the yeah. town of Hot. Niceville, Florida. Uh, it's up there in the panhandle, uh, kind of near Destin right there. Uh, she just started working at the school in July. All the kids' medication was kept in a locked medicine cabinet, so she allegedly would go in, take some Adderall out, and replace it with things like uh, aspirin or Aleve, depending on what the pills look like. In September, a girl noticed her Adderall pills didn't look right. Then her mom and several other parents started no- noticing their kids' behavior because they weren't getting their Adderall. Uh, the school eventually realized over 100 pills were were unaccounted for oh. and found a leave in one kid's pill bottle and seven aspirins in another. Uh, it's not clear if Michaela was taking the meds herself or selling them, but she was the only person with a key to the cabinet. She is now facing charges for grand theft of controlled substance, failing to keep narcotics records, and five counts of child maltreatment. Jesus. Yeah. Unbelievable. Uh, Stealing drugs from kids. What is wrong with people? I had people try to sell Adderall from my wife, remember? Yeah. yeah. I thought it was Kelly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> oh, really? Ke- well, Kelly was uh, was the nanny for my daughter, Spanish's ex-girlfriend, and somebody was stealing Adderall, and I went to Spanish, and I go, hey, do you know, does Kelly have a drug problem or something that I don't know about? It wasn't Kelly. Did you find out who it was? Yeah. yeah really? Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Oh, nobody, I'll tell you off the air, but it was nobody like we know or anything. Yeah. It was the only other person that was in my house um that had access to some stuff mm. yeah i just can't imagine going into somebody's bathroom and taking but then a- if you have a problem yeah you're doing it you know what i mean because they do a lot worse to get yeah. drugs you've heard stories of what people will do for drugs yeah, and stuff so yeah if they're right there and they, it, it nobody's was, gonna miss uh, you know four or five it or- was somebody it was scummy it was somebody that we had done a lot of stuff for and i don't think they were doing it I didn't think that they would think that it were, was hurting us in any way or hurting it, but they just were doing it for themselves. But still, it was somebody that you gave trust to, and they totally betrayed yeah. that. Yeah. And I was so glad it wasn't Kelly. Yeah, me too. Yeah, because I would have stabbed her. <laughs> it would have been oh very weird. Yeah. Yeah. Or offered us some more. Yeah. I mean, how much do you need? <laughs> so you remember uh, Quiet Quitting? Oh, yeah. I love uh, my favorite rapper. <laughs> there is a new version, Quiet Promotion. Where your boss just gives you more and more to do, but not an actual promotion. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's yeah. a good counter. Uh, Interesting. I feel uh, that. Uh, uh, Carmen. <laughs> Carmen got quiet promoted. Yeah. Yeah. You know why, Carmen? Because you're an unsung hero. Quiet promotion. 
Congratulations. Uh, there is a video online that shows some convenience stores are now putting beer in locked coolers that you have to open by scanning your ID. It sounds less about uh, verifying age and more about theft prevention. Uh, yeah, but that was like the fun of, you know, in high school and college when so you do a beer run. Yeah. yeah. Dude, I saw one of the funniest things in the world. So uh, it was in a convenience store. And, you know, obviously convenience stores have cameras in there. And this guy walks in, and the guy that's working in the convenience store is stocking the shelves with stuff. So he has like a plastic, one of those plastic containers that has a bunch of stuff in it. And this guy grabs two cases of beer and starts to walk and then starts to walk faster and the convenience store worker just kicks the uh, carton thing and trips the guy and he throws the beer down because he was going right for the door. He was trying to leave. It was so perfectly timed. The guy, I mean, like Tom Brady, he's been in this situation before. This guy was so casual with it. He just kicked the thing, went over, grabbed the beer, put it back and was like, "Mm, 911. So funny. Uh, you wonder why our court systems are all jacked up with all these different things. And, oh, the, this happened. Well, your court case is going to be in six months from now and this, and it will take forever to do all this stuff. It's because of this. There is a class action lawsuit against the makers of TGI Friday's mozzarella sticks, corn <laughs> snacks. What? Because they don't contain mozzarella. Oh, oh, my God. It's actually just cheddar cheese. Uh, but the company claims that they're, uh, they make it clear on the label that it Boy. doesn't actually have mozzarella. I, uh, or, I'm sorry, mozzarella. 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 I went to uh, Carabas yesterday for oh, lunch. They, yeah. were, they weren't normally open for lunch. <laughs> Guess what this guy did. <laughs> What, did you go get breadsticks? I love garden. <laughs> Thank you to my uh, birthday uh, gift certificates you guys got me. Oh. I, I just, uh, we we never, I've never eaten at Carabas for lunch. I didn't know that they were open. One day we saw it, we were like, all right, let's go in there. Uh, on a scale of one to ten, I would say the quality of the food was a nine. The service was you know, eight, fine, everything was good. The price was great. The... Um, my ability to make a fist the next day is impossible. Oh, oh my yeah. god, it was so salty, so salty. Like I, I just can't. And I, this is, I'm saying this not against grub. It's just how old I'm getting that I have to notice the salt in everything yeah. that I eat. It was delicious, and I'd go there again today. So it's nothing against grub. I'm just saying I. My body is not processing the sodium like it used to. It's funny. My wife got the uh, got a steak, and uh, I go, how was it? And she goes, it actually wasn't that good. And I go, really? And she goes, oh, what happened? Olive Garden's the best in the world. And I go, well, they're not known for steaks. Yeah. Yeah. Pasta mazoo. <laughs> <laughs> You're fluent Italian. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, Oxford Dictionary has announced that uh, its word of the year is, any uh, guesses? I'll tell you, it actually seems like two words. It it is two words, but it's the word of the year. I know my word of the year. Didn't we do this already? I thought no, we no, this is different. This was, uh, was the dictionary. Yeah, yeah dictionary. Okay. Well, this is Oxford Dictionary. Well, that's Miriam Webster. Webster. But also, uh, I don't know if I've heard this before. Really? I don't know if I've... Yeah, maybe I have, but it's uh, not very common to it make it the word of the petty year. Theft. <laughs> petty theft. <laughs> I've heard that before. just didn't uh, read it before. Uh, misinformation. No. Good, though, but no. Two words, one word. Yeah, it, it's weird. Not three words, not big D energy. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, the definition is unapologetically self-indulgent, lazy, slovenly, or greedy behavior. Oh. Oxford Dictionary, word of the year, goblin mode. 
I've never heard that. Right? I've never heard that. They're making this up. I like Goblin Mode. Yeah. I'd I go like see I'm gob- in full goblin mode. Uh, I'd go see goblin mode if they were playing, yeah. you know, yeah. somewhere, whatever. Oh, but yeah, uh, killer dwarves. Yeah, the drummer. Yeah, yeah. Did I? Did we talk about that or no? No. So I went to that Irish restaurant. I don't know what you're talking about. Oh, what are I you just talking about? Met the guy last night, the drummer from the Killer Dwarves at the uh, tailgate party. Oh, okay, because he was in town, or maybe does he live here? I don't uh, know. Yeah, I think he lives here. Okay, because uh, I used to love Killer Dwarves. Oh, really? But it's so funny. They're such a deep band, you know what I mean? But he, So I was in I, a, I mean, I was surprised. Not Dwarves. No, yeah. the singer is very small. Yeah. Uh, I went to this uh, Irish uh, bar restaurant, and as we're walking out, I see a big poster on the door, and it's this long-haired guy, Thunderfoot, the drummer from Killer Dwarves, and he had a book signing there. Oh, coming! It was like last weekend, whatever. And I go, what? What's like, this book about? <laughs> what in the world? I touring oh. and doing that stuff, whatever. Playing out with being not in a band, not a dwarf. <laughs> yeah, but it was very weird. I was like, he's got to live here or something, whatever. Like, why there? Right. Why that bar? Whatever. This is a small little place, but nice guy. Very nice guy. Yeah, very nice guy. And uh, another guy came up to me and he's like, hey, this guy is here and. Uh, would you take a picture of him? I was like, sure. It would be my pleasure. Yeah. And I went over, and he was super nice. And, uh, you know, there was a lot of, a lot of people at that tailgate last night, man. Uh, everybody from uh, e- DJ Eakin was there before the game started. He came and hung out. Um, I'm trying to think. I said Bob Murray was there with his friends and family. A lot of first-timers, uh, though, too. Like, oh, this is our first tailgate. Yeah, yeah, a lot of listeners. But there was a lot of pros, too. Like that one weird guy that Olivero keeps letting in that we can't well, see. Oh, that's, that's, that's Mike's guy now. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's, that's your guy. That's, that's who man. he's rooming with on yep. the uh, cruise. That's a Mike O Radio Show's medicine man. Yep. Yeah. Uh, today is Happy National yes. Microwave Day. Oh. Yay! Oh, microwave. Mm. I got to tell you, I don't like the microwave. I like the microwave for its convenience and stuff, but if I have the choice of making it in the oven or the microwave, I do it in the oven. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Something about the microwave just doesn't. No. I feel, feel right. Yeah, I feel like I'm getting cancer every yeah. time I eat anything I feel, like, I feel like everything is just radiation. Yep. Yeah. And yeah. The air fryer's been the game changer. Air fryer's yeah. unbelievable. But, air fryer's unbelievable. But they say now that the air fryers have those forever Teflon, chemicals. Yeah. So unless you have, like, the certain, like, oven air fryer, well, you're uh, actually getting steel, more. Yeah. Guess what I got? The stainless steel? Stainless steel oven air fryer. Yes. That's uh, the- Bo- Bobby got it for me for Christmas. That's a good one. I can I can make a whole turkey and vegetables and dessert all at the same yeah. time. Mm. Nice. And dessert. I oh, I guess you could bake a dessert. It's got different levels. You know? <laughs> yeah. But I it's like an very- oven slash air fryer yeah, type you thing. Yeah, toasting it, all sorts of stuff. Yeah. That's nice. Yep. Ladies and gentlemen, we got some death pool news. Oh. Kirstie Alley died yesterday after what her family described as a, quote, short battle with cancer. She was 71 years old. Uh, Kirstie is uh, best known for playing Rebecca Howe on Cheers, but also she was in Star Trek II, The Wrath of Khan. She was in Drop Dead Gorgeous, Look Who's Talking Movies, a bunch of different stuff. Uh, Veronica's Closet, I think she had. Great comedic actress. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She had been in a lot of great stuff, whatever. She passed away at the age of 71. Got really fat. <laughs> yeah. Yes. She was like a, she was, no, no, she was like a... Super sex symbol, and then you didn't see her for a little while, and she chunked up a lot. Yeah. Right. So beautiful. She and then had, had a eyes. big problem with that battle with weight right. and uh, trying to do all that stuff. I don't think people in the... There was social media was just new when she got fat, and I don't think that helped her at oh, all. Oh, she, she was vicious on Twitter. Yeah. She would fight back with people. Oh. 
Uh, Scientologist, correct? Yes, yeah, yeah. Scientologist. Yeah. I believe lived in the area. At least had a house in the area. Yeah. I know that she got treated over at Moffitt. Was part of it. Well, Mike Kelta, who had the uh, tennis coach uh, pass away yesterday, also had Kirstie Alley as an emergency pick because he had heard some stuff a two while back. Day so makes two in me one day, automatic winner. Uh, no, it does not make you an automatic <laughs> winner, but it definitely makes you a lot closer to the winner. Contender. Currently, Mike Kelta has eight hundred twenty-six points. Whoa, 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 I think it's higher than that. Currently, Mike Kelta has 826 <laughs> points. Pap Pap has 869 points. Oh. So 43 points away from the winner, winner or, or current you know, uh, point leader. leader, I guess. Uh, but also, we're still waiting on the Aaron Carter stuff. Yeah, yeah so I called the uh, coroner's office yesterday, and I said, hey, what's the deal here? Because they said the autopsy was done. But they're still awaiting further testing to try and figure out the cause of death. So, um, question. And mm-hmm. you actually would have been a lot closer if you didn't call your shot. I had 10 points. Yeah. That's a bit loud. Yeah. Yeah. 10. And there's another 10 because did you call your shot on the other person? No. Not officially? Not officially. Uh, okay, so then. All right, I have some questions. All right, hopefully so we have some answers. What do, what do the little green sirens mean if you click on it it'll tell you that says paid emergency emergency pick pick. yeah see on the app it doesn't i mean on the phone it doesn't do that right it'll do it on the uh, if you want to go to 1025deathpool.com thank you randy allen uh he's put all the stuff up here yeah so then you have the microphone which means a former guest you have the little uh badge like the little ribbon thing that's a hall of fame so it looks like you've paid in a hundred dollars in emergency picks uh, you also have the Academy Award winner trying there. To, trying to win, Jim. Yeah. Now, she win. was an Emmy winner. We decided that doesn't count. I think it counts. No, at the beginning the of the Academy year. Academy of Television and Motion. I just didn't. I don't know if we. I didn't know if we um, voted I, on that. I think we voted. We voted no. Because we didn't. Uh, Grammy winner is not in there. I think yeah. Grammy winner was in there, no? No. It's no. Just, well, it, we just said Academy Award. It should be, I think. Here's well, the deal, Joe. Yeah. yeah, I got I got uh, Nick Bolateri died, and then uh, Kirstie Alley died, and that gave me two in one week. But Nick, it also who is also me, tennis Hall of Fame. It also gave me uh, two in one weeks now. So now I have five days left for uh, Bolateri's two in one week, and six days left for. Kirstie Alley, so two I've in got, one day should one hundred percent be added be for next something. year. So I have should six, I have six days for somebody else to die. If somebody else dies in six days, and you don't get any more points, that automatically puts me in the lead. Ooh. So I could maybe. easily beat you with just that. No, well, uh, no, what I mean, maybe it would put, it would give me fifty points. It's crazy that oh, eight hundred and twenty six right. points does not put you in the lead. I currently. know, I know, it's right. unbelievable. Because this one was smiling and laughing. Now what's oh. the, what's the table breaking for days? So that's six original picks. So what do I have? I have jo- one, you, you, two, three, four. Four. Yeah, you have four original picks. Joe had six original picks. If you get six original picks that die, then you get an extra 66 points because that is the number of the beast, 666. Yeah. So you get that in there. All right. 66 uh, bonus. <laughs> uh, so you're looking yeah. at Act of God is 200 points. Uh, death by Animal is 150. Killed by a Relative is 100. Murdered by Another Death Pool pick is 75. So I have... Um, I have a lot of people on my list who are 98 years old. I have Joyce Randolph. I have uh, Bob Barker. I have, I don't know, I have a lot. Then I have people who are, Robert Duvall's always sick. 
Oh, He's very old, yeah. Uh, you also, death in a vehicle is 50 points. Suicide is 50 points. Died in the listening area is 50 points. Um, Mongo McMichael is still alive. Mm. Mm, I don't know. So it's tight, 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 man. You have, what, 10 days left, right? Yeah, yeah 10 days. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I don't like it. Well, like I got to be honest with you. I almost paid Joe last week just to get out of the yeah. way and be like, hey, here's my money. You know, uh-huh. I'll get that out of the way. You're crazy. But... I did pay Joe last week. Nope. Yeah. Do you remember? Nope. Yeah. I Check did your pay- wizard. Bob. I paid you. Yep. Nope. I put it in your hair. Look mm-hmm. inside your uh, your Venmo. <laughs> so we'll figure this out. But, yeah, there is definitely an opportunity for uh, Mike to take the lead. Nope. And I know that you said Joe was very smug. Oh, oh my God. He yeah. got all those points. For oh, days. He thought there was no chance anybody would even come close. Got uh, 237 points for Elizabeth, uh, Queen Elizabeth. He got 417 points yeah, but, hey, for Jerry Lee Lewis. We can't let him be pulling Clue Gallagher. And uh, and what is the other ones that he had? Well, he's got well, two called shots. But here's the thing, Mike, is he was picking people that had already been dead for eight years. Yeah. I think we got all so fed up with the yeah. fact that he picked somebody that was still alive. Yeah. or like, fine, clue yeah. or whatever, just do it. Yeah. Nobody thought this guy was going to win. Nope. Well, he had called shots? Oh, yeah. 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 He had two. No, you should call a shot two. now, Joe. Nope. No. <laughs> two of them are free. I think Carmen reminded him to do one of them. Yeah, yeah and that's did. not there true. Some I have already done it. Right? No, no you, no, you had no idea. Yeah. I already she said was like, you should call your shot, Joe. Nah. Anybody I wasn't all. going to. You made me say it. Nah. He would that's never have done that. Anybody that knows Artie Lang's address could send him some heroin. This would ruin Oh, my God. Anybody want to kill Jerry Sandusky in jail? Nobody will be mad at that. Um, Anybody want to fire Jr.? I was just about to say, what if Jr. gets fired? How many points is that? We should fire Pap Pap. He's been here several years. Jr. Yeah, yeah, because he had points per month. Yeah, yeah, Mm, that would put you over the top. It's the Ryan Adams rule. Yeah, still working. Yeah, (laughs) I haven't seen that kid in a while, but he's a hell of a worker. Um, Stand by, real quick. I tell you, how Bob Barker survived another year is unbelievable. Job on down. Thought he was dead like three years ago. He spayed and neutered. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Calling Carmen's boss, John Brennan. All of our bosses. Uh, <laughs> I'll say operations manager. You admitted it. He's in the shower. Oh. oh. Hand on the phone. But, uh, what are you doing? <laughs> We're live on the air. I'm in the. Oh, great. She's in the shower, too. <laughs> <laughs> Can you bring Sorry. him? Can you bring him the phone? I could. Um, you want me to put it on the speaker while he's in I'd there? I'd rather Facetime him to be honest with you. What kind of? What? How is he? How is John? I would imagine John's hung pretty well, huh? Oh boy, I don't think so. I think so. He's. <laughs> No, but I'll tell you why. Why? Because he saw a picture of Josh, our singer's crank, yeah, yeah. and he goes, that's not real. Oh, oh I, yeah. Hey, Josh, <laughs> Josh belongs in a museum. Josh is, even I saw it, I was like, whoa. I tried, I, first time I saw Josh naked, I tried to kill it. I thought <laughs> yeah. I, I got to grab the rake. All right, that's Megan. Yes. On a scale of one to ten, where's, where's John Rank? Ten and, being ten inches. Yeah. <laughs> She can't hear me, by the no, way. No, no, she can't hear you. Uh, <laughs> would you say he's like average or above average or below average? Um, average. She do waited. you think I'm going to answer this question? That's, yeah. yeah. Come on. That's below average. You don't answer. <laughs> no uh, way. Yeah. I'm not answering. That's below average. Yeah. Right? Yeah. 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 Below average. You don't have to. You don't have to answer it. <laughs> no, I can't tell anybody. Uh, it's so small. <laughs> when, uh, yeah, I'm not saying anything. Yeah. All right. But do you still find me attractive at all? 
Oh, I can't answer that now after that. I like that. She just admitted that her husband has a small penis, and she has feelings for me. All right, tell, tell John to give me a call. <laughs> okay, bye. have a good day. You too, Funkin' Bye. I love her, John's <laughs> wife. I think she's just fun and cute, and she's great. Um, John uh, probably doesn't have a small one. You're probably right. Yeah, I don't want to yeah. say it to Megan, but yeah. well, like I, I bet she, you it's not so short, but I bet you it's real thin. I think oh. she confirmed what Galvin was already thinking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because John's probably got a baby one, and when <laughs> yeah. he saw a man's, he was oh like, God. "What? What? Yeah. what is that? I'll uh, tell you, there have been a few times in my life." Where I've seen another man's, that was another white man's. And I went, whoa. You know what I mean? I, I don't think that says anything about me. It just says a lot about them. Mm-hmm. Here's the difference. Hey, Carmen, does Chad have a large wiener? <laughs> yeah. Black guy. Yeah. We're all still, used to that. No hesitation. Yeah, but I guarantee you, Chad's is, uh, it's long, and not in a bad way, but it's long and skinny like he is. Yeah. It's probably got, it's probably got abs in it, too. <laughs> right. it's, it's just like, it's muscular. Hey, Chad's has an elbow. Yeah. <laughs> Where I bet, I bet, um, I don't know, I always think that people's penis are built like their bodies. You know what I mean? Like mine's, mine's uh, girthy, yeah. it's wide, but mediocre. But if Carmen said, oh, I can't tell you that, well, you would know. Yeah. yeah. Mine's tall and angry. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you're spits of people. <laughs> yeah, that's like a camel. <laughs> uh, so going from Kirstie Alley, uh, who is uh, points for Mike Kelta, uh, some sad news. WWE Hall of Famer Barry Windham is in the ICU after suffering a heart attack. Oof. Yeah. I so. saw that yesterday uh, that Micah, who is his, her, Barry Windham's niece, did a GoFundMe for them. And several people were like uh, backlashing on it and saying Bray Wyatt alone has been so popular in the in the WWE, he should have so much money that why should the fans have to take care of it? And I thought, I don't know, you people are really, you're, you're really thinking that you know everything. Like, you have no idea. Like, I don't have a cousin that I could call if I needed money and be like, can I have, can I, I'm sick, can I have some of your million dollars? You know what yeah. I mean? I don't, it doesn't work that way. WWE has also been notoriously cheap. Yes. Yeah, because I can years. tell you, as, as long as Bray Wyatt's been popular and stuff, according to the internet, which we know is not always correct, but this puts him at $2 million. Yeah. Right. Not so, worth. and that's a guy who's married and has a kid, and, you know, he doesn't, he's not sitting there on $50 million in yeah. the bank, and he's like, I refuse to help my uncle. But Micah also posted yesterday late in the day that the wrestling community came out in droves and really helped out. I, I, I always think that that's nice, especially if, you, if you're if you like a musician or a wrestler or an athlete or something and they need help, you stop and think of all the years that they brought you pleasure and to be able to, you know, you, it's easy to help them back because you could do it in small amounts. You could say, well, here's $10, it's all I can afford, but... When a hundred thousand people do it, that's that's pretty good. Sure, so, yeah, yeah, definitely help. Out. I, I uh, Micah said that uh, on her post. I haven't talked to her, but that there was a uh, overwhelming response that they were very happy with. Good. So, yeah. Uh, the man who shot Lady Gaga's dog walker was just <laughs> sentenced to twenty-one years in prison. The dog walker faced his attacker in court and said, "Quote: You shot me and left me to die, and both of our lives have changed forever." Which remember that. Uh, was uh, what was going on, and then the one of the somebody was involved in her yeah. camp and all that stuff. Yeah, so it was that was a weird. whole weird situation. Uh, we talked about Nikki Glazer coming to uh, uh, town. She's gonna be doing stand up. She was the host of HBO Max. F Boy Island has been canceled nah. after two seasons. Well, the first season 
They yeah. gave away, they screwed up the ending it was, thing, and then how do you even do a second season? Yeah. I, I just don't even understand that. But I will tell you, Nikki looks fantastic she on that show. Did. I think she thought, I mean, she was always in pretty good shape, but she got in really good shape. Yeah. She was going on an island with a bunch of guys that are in great shape and three girls that are, uh, you know, super hot and stuff. She's like, I got to tighten this up. <laughs> yeah. She's, Make it look she's right. attractive. Um, there's, uh, I, I, my whole point is, I am. I didn't like her. She made me mad a couple of times, but goddamn, Whitney Cummings is hot. Yeah. yeah. I'm so attracted to Whitney Cummings. Back to being hot because she was yeah. hot and then she did too much stuff. Yep. And somebody and said, yeah, somebody said, hey, we got to let this rest. She was, her and Bert are friends. Every time she goes over to Bert's house and I see videos of her, I'm like, God damn, she's good looking. Yeah, she's a, she's a smoke show. I wonder who gets her. Like, I talk to uh, Rachel Feinstein every once in a while on the podcast and she, I'm like, what kind of guy gets you, you know, like how to, and she just married a good looking firefighter, you know, because that that's a, that's a lot. You have to have a, you have to be able to handle that personality, you mm-hmm. know, like I, I, it makes me laugh when April Macy's uh, husband, cause he just seems so quiet and so sweet and she's just wild woman around the country, you know, talking about wieners and stuff. <laughs> yeah. You really gotta, it's gotta be a comfortable relationship. Uh, I'm looking at her boyfriend, Whitney Cummings boyfriend, which I don't know if they got married or not. Alex Barnes. Regular guy, not a, yeah. not like a particularly handsome guy or anything. Just you know, kind of regular guy. I think you know. I, I got to tell you, if you're out there and you're thinking about, oh, I don't know, this girl's too hot for me. No, she's not. Yeah, yeah. yeah trust me, you see it all the time. When I used to bartend, I would see some smoke show walk up to the uh, bar, and then behind her was some nerdy guy, and I go. Did they get together like before the car accident, or what happened here? No. I, but it was ridiculous <laughs> yeah, sometimes. I, 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 some of those cases, it's it's money or fame or whatever it is. But I remember it just kind of at one time it was like a switch in my life because I was never really you know, I was always a chubby kid, so I was never really super secure. And then one day I was just like, I don't care, and I just would walk up to girls and. And and uh, like every guy would be like, oh, I'm like I'm going to talk to her. I don't care, you know. And that didn't always work out. But but sometimes you just meet fun hot girls to hang out with. You're not mm-hmm. always looking to. But also, you know, a lot of the hot girls will say that they don't actually get hit on. Like they'll have guys right. say stuff to them or drive by and be like hot or yeah. you know whatever this now. But not a genuine guy that comes up and talks to them yeah. and is interested in them. Whatever. Most of the time, it's just you know guys gawking <laughs> at them or doing yeah yeah. yeah. But, uh, oh. Gilbert Gottfried said. Uh, I said about girls like the funny guy, and he goes, yeah, people say that, but I never meet those girls. (laughs) And the truth is I do find that a lot of hot girls do just like a guy who's got confidence and is funny. I remember one time I talked to a girl that I was dating's friend on the phone, and when she gave her the phone back, she was like, and she goes, why? Because I don't know, just usually guys... Uh, our age aren't that talkative on the phone, and they don't because people just lack confidence. I think that's the confidence is the key of everything. There was this girl that I knew that was five eleven, looked like a supermodel. I mean, she was unbelievable, like ten like out of Carmen. ten, easy ten out of ten. And guys would always walk up to her and do like the yeah. height thing, whatever, and put their hand in that. And I go, what best case scenario? What is that getting you? Like she doesn't get that yeah. she's tall. Make her feel so yeah. much more. Uncomfortable. Yeah, it was just so weird. And she was actually a dolphin trainer. Oh, like that. Yeah, that's a pretty it cool is job liberating. Too. And this job has taught me that uh, once you get comfortable with failure, you can really do anything. <laughs> You're yeah. no longer afraid Be- to because you failing. start realizing is it failure? No, it's, you're just learning. Right, yes. it's not failure. Yeah. I don't know. I, I I'll tell you, it's one of the uh, cheesiest things ever. But I remember watching. It's not about dating, but I remember watching Will Smith 
get a Grammy Award or MTV Award. I don't remember what it was, but he got up there, and this is in the early 90s. Hootie Smack. <laughs> and he did not smack. It was before his hidden days. And he got up there, and he said, I am a kid from Brooklyn, I mean from Philadelphia, with Born no experience. <laughs> yeah. And uh, I am up here getting this award right now. He's like, it's proof that you can do anything you want to do. And I remember thinking, I mean, he did go from A to B, and then the next day I was listening to Ted Kamikaze on the radio on 98 Rocks Middays, and I thought, if this guy could do it, yep, I could do yeah. it. And, and, I went, and I made the phone call. I went and I called the radio station right at that point. There was just no, at that point you just realized, yeah, you can do anything yeah. you want to do as long as you're willing to work for it. Yeah, for sure. Uh, by the way, I saw the uh, trailer for Will Smith's new movie. You're not getting us. You're not getting us back. <laughs> You're a garbage it's an Academy person. Award movie, though. Uh, uh, nobody wants to see it. I, I would go if he made Wild Wild West, too. I'd watch that. Oh, my God, uh. yeah. Uh, the Red Hot Chili Peppers, Spanish, you love them. Yeah. You and Pap Pap get ready to pack your bags and go on a trip because they have a, a variety of different opening acts for their 2023 tour, including The Roots, Iggy Pop, and Joe. Yes, yes. The Strokes. Yeah. Oh, the real yeah. Strokes or Joe Strokes? Oh, no, man. the real Strokes. Yeah. Iggy Pop, uh, you know, yeah. they grew no, up. that's great. Oh, that's fine. But what were you saying, Iggy Pop? Like, I, I didn't even know Iggy Pop was still making music. Right, but I'm sure a huge influence on those guys. Sure, so they're like, we get to bring him out. Yeah, 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 bring him out, and he'll be playing the crowds that he never played for right. before, you know. So. No, I think that's great. I think, I, you know, those guys... Anytime you throw it, it's one thing to be like, yeah, we're influenced by a guy, but to grit that guy and make some money yeah. for him. By know? the way, Iggy Pop, probably about 97 years old, still better shape than oh, anyone. Yeah. It's unbelievable. <laughs> no. really How, gets you yeah. good How did those guys stay so good looking? And they're, but years of drug abuse. Yeah. Iggy Pop and Anthony have the same uh, body shape. Body, and yeah. head just, size. Yeah. It's weird, yeah. It's so funny. Uh, I have some not really new music for you guys, but it's new music. We'll All go right. new music. I like okay? some music. This is a cover of Chris Isaac's Wicked Game. Oh, man. I okay? love that song. It's a great song, and I uh, I would like for you to hear this cover. You can judge the cover, and you can also tell me who you think is doing the cover. Can I do my cover really quick? Sure. <laughs> Oh. Do you want to fart in tubs? <laughs> What'd you say? That's my Tiny Tim cover. Of, uh... <laughs> That's great. Okay, well, this is a different... That's a song, though. Yeah. Uh, tell me if you know who this is and whether uh, you like it or not. Here we go. New music cover of Chris Isaac. Wicked Game on the Mike Kelton Show. Here we go. What a wicked game to play To let me feel this Jack Black. Way. Jack Black. Tenacious oh, D. Yeah. Jack Black? Listen, yeah. listen I hear it now. When he goes in the higher register here. Such a good singer. To let me dream of you. What a wicked thing to say. He's a great singer. He really is. This way. What a wicked thing to do. This is live, too. To make me dream of you. And I want to fall in love. Pretty good. Yeah, it's great. That's good, Carmen. Thank you. Uh, they were on Sirius XM. Oh, uh, Octane, I think it was. They did that live on there. I got to tell you, Jack Black is so fantastic. I was watching the Dio documentary, and of course he was in there. He loved Dio. It actually had Dio in yeah. Tenacious D, Pick a Destiny was in there. But it was funny because uh, he goes, Dio showed up to do the song that they were doing, and he goes, I brought my own microphone. <laughs> and they're like, oh, well, we have, like, Newman, you know, like, 
$10,000 microphones and we have this producer and stuff. And he was like, okay. And he goes, he got in there and his voice was so loud. He goes, we're trying to change everything. It's so over distorted because he's so loud. And so they switch out the microphone, do another one, this, that, still just so loud. And he goes, yeah, that's why I bring my own microphone. Uh, used his, and he goes, it was just perfect. Sound perfect. Yeah, you knew exactly what. Also, Jack Black, one of the greatest things he ever did was he was on Letterman's show and he went over to wherever it was, a music store that was right nearby, like a, uh, you know, Sam, not a Sam Ash, but like a, had CDs and all that stuff, yeah. where you could listen to the, uh, uh, CD before you buy it. They have the headphones, and he was pretending like he was working there. And he goes, "No, dude, it's broken. I can uh, sing it for you if you want me to." <laughs> and he's singing Seal, and he's doing it, and he's better than they do. Oh, yeah. It was great doing it live right there in the uh, in the music store. I love so much. Uh, I watched the Tenacious D show when I didn't know who they so were. So great! Yeah. Oh, way back. I was confused it was like by HBO it. shorts. <laughs> yep. Yeah, and then uh, when they came out with that album, I used to play it. I used to play it on the air. I used oh to play yeah. It in that. I, I made tribute. Amanda yeah. sing it to me. She learned all the words, and I was like, singing a tribute. <laughs> Dude, that that whole album is funny yeah. and good. I don't know. They're just a – I love that they get respect from other musicians. You know, like Foo Fighters were the first one. And I just like, – well, yeah, and Dave Grohl used to play with them and yeah. do a lot of stuff yeah. with them. But I love that tribute song because this is the greatest song yeah. in the world. Yeah. Tribute. Yeah. <laughs> Inward singing. We uh, learned so much from them. I was yeah. so disappointed that Pick of Destiny was not good. Oh, you it didn't was, like it? I nah, liked it. Listen, it, was. it, yeah. wasn't, it wasn't great. I was so it's, excited It's one it. of those ones, if you watch it more, yeah, maybe. you pick up on yeah. other stuff. Oh, I went to the theater opening weekend. Same. Same. <laughs> I, I was did, so, too. I was so I excited did, about I, it. I had to yell at some kids that were in there. Yeah. yeah. They were jerking around. I go, listen, hey. I came to see this movie. Like, Don't screw around. Yeah. yeah. Uh, one of the funniest things is Kyle, uh, the other guy, whenever they kind of break up, whatever, and he goes to the party, and he's singing just his part. Yeah. Remember, <laughs> so Meatloaf was in that movie, too. Uh, yeah, he yeah. played the dad. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, Big Tasty, yes. from, he is played Jack Black yeah. as the kid, yeah, yeah. that Dio was singing, too. Yeah, I'll go back and revisit it. It's good, dude. It's uh, good. Tenacious D, fantastic. I would love to see them in concert. I've yeah, never seen too. them in concert. I'd they love to see House them. House of Blues. Yeah. I was going to say, I'd love to see them at like, the Hard Rock. Or they sell out instantly, within minutes. For sure. That's when they uh, they played uh, House of Blues and Scott Stapp was there and he called him the sexy Jesus. <laughs> uh, and then finally news, sticking with rock artists, uh, jobs that rock artists had before they were famous. I have the top ten here. I will give you the job. You guys tell me if you can pick out who. Okay. Uh, these are all rock people, too, just so you know. Uh, so uh, this person worked at a slaughterhouse. It's a man. Worked at a slaughterhouse where he had to cut open uh, cows. Uh, Tool. The guy from Tool? <laughs> no. Manor James Keenan? Yeah. Rob Halford? No, but you're really close with that. Slaughterhouse. This guy's always on the death pool. Ozzy Osbourne. Uh, Ozzy Osbourne uh, worked at a slaughterhouse. Figures. Uh, this guy worked as a fish handler for a seafood company, I would imagine, in Seattle, <laughs> uh, where he had to wipe up slime and throw away fish guts and all that kind of stuff. Hendrix. He is dead now. Cobain. No. Cornell. Close. Yep. Cornell. Oh, yeah. Chris Cornell. Uh, this guy was actually a roadie for Jimi Hendrix. Hmm. This is weird. I will tell you, another guy that was a roadie for Jimi Hendrix, Phil Hartman. Really? Wow. Yeah, at one point was a roadie for Jimi Hendrix, but uh, uh, this guy also was a roadie for Jimi Hendrix. Went on to become a huge rock star who passed away. We just talked about him the other day. Oh. And the things on his face. Lemmy. Oh. Lemmy Kilmeister. 
Used to be a roadie for Jimi yeah. Hendrix. How funny is that? That's crazy. Yeah. So weird. Because, you know, he's probably like, I'm going to be a big rock star, too. And Jimmy was like, you're cool, man. <laughs> <laughs> what about them little things on the face? Yeah. Uh, Kurt Cobain worked as a janitor. Uh, this person was a manager at Tower Records in L.A. Um, probably in the very early 80s. And then he said, shimmy the <laughs> David Lee Roth. Nope. Uh, Yowza. Steven Tyler. No. I, I I did do Steven Tyler accidentally. Yeah. Okay. But think Yowza. 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 Mm. That doesn't give it away? Yeah, I can't remember. Mm. Axel Rose. Oh. Axel Rose. Uh, Debbie Harry, she was a Playboy bunny at the New York City uh, Club mm-hmm. oh, from 68 to 73. Smoking hot. Yeah, I've seen pictures of her yeah. as the Playboy bunny, too. And a lot of pictures of her with no bra on. Nice. Not, not mad at it. Nope. Uh, this guy was just in town. He used to do uh, upholstery and furniture repair. <laughs> was just in town? Just in town. Was just in town, you said? Just in town. In this town. Roger Daltrey. Mid-Florida. Ludicrous. Amphitheater. Machine Gun Kelly. <laughs> the other guy. Jack White? Jack oh, White. Oh, damn it. Yeah, Jack White used to do upholstery and furniture repair. <laughs> 50-50 shot and I blew it. Uh, Mick Jagger was a uh, porter at a hospital in a psychiatric facility. Oh, oh. But Joe, we had crazy, man. Uh, this guy was a production assistant on the set of Pee-wee's Playhouse. Oh, my God. Oh, which I've also Phil Hartman was on. Oh, I, I've heard this before. When, when I say it, you go, of course. Weird Al. Uh, no, this guy... Not only had a band and then solo, he also uh, does uh, directing movies and commercials. Rob Zombie. Rob Zombie. I've heard that. I knew that like a trivia. And this one uh, doesn't uh, surprise anyone. He worked in a recording studio as an assistant engineer and a janitor, uh, Trent Reznor from Nine Inch Nails. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. That is it for news. All right. Thank you, Galvin. Want to remind everybody that our band Pitbull Toddler will be playing at the Gator Club this Friday in Sarasota. Yeah, yeah. It'll be our last uh, performance in the Sarasota Bradenton area uh, for the year. So please come on out there. That is this Friday night, the Gator Club in Sarasota. Then uh, the only other date we have on that is Christmas Eve Eve, mm-hmm. where we'll be at the Daiquiri Shack. Please make plans to join us at one or both gigs, if you would, because uh, we like to have fun. Sure, yeah. Like it's going to be a good time. Part it down. Uh, we must take a break. Our phone numbers, if you want to get through, 727-579-1025 or 800-771-1025. When we come back, I want to talk about workplace relationships and how they are.